Welcome to the Connected Spirit Podcast. I'm your mentor, Courtney Dawson. I'm a professional medium, mentor, minister, and certified spiritual life coach. My goal with this podcast is to have deep, meaningful conversations regarding the journey of mediumship and spirituality. It is my hope that by listening, you will feel seen and confident in your own experiences. I invite you to join me on this journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. This is a special episode of the Connected Spirit Podcast, where I am collabing with my friend, Alexander Shelley, the modern medium. And if that name sounds familiar, it's because it is. She has appeared two times already on the Connected Spirit Podcast. I've actually been on her show, and we've become friends. We actually met through social media, and it is so refreshing to meet like-minded people. And This collab that we're doing is a three-episode series that is really candid, raw, authentic, and we're going to be talking about different aspects of the mediumship and spiritual journey. And so for those of you who don't know Alexandra, she is a psychic medium. She is a healer, and she is a recently certified level three Reiki practitioner. Is that correct? Did I get that right? Reiki practitioner? Yes. Yes. And I'm so, I'm just so excited when I've been seeing your, your posts about it because I love me some Reiki too. So Alexandra is so authentic and beautiful. She's an educator. She's a healer. And I have to say, Alexandra, when I read your posts, I am so in awe of how you actually write your words. I know that you're into books and you're a really good reader, but you're like a wordsmith. And when you like you, you get that, right? You know that about yourself. You have to. Your words, they just, um, they weave a beautiful story. And I love it. I love it. So anyways, that this is Alexandra. And that's just some of the, the qualifications that this beautiful soul has. So today's episode, episode two of our three episode series, we really want to delve into that topic of experience and qualifications. So when Alexandra and I were chatting, she came up with some ideas for the show. And I'm like, dang, this is awesome. So Alexandra, where did you come up with the topic about like experience and qualifications regarding like mediumship and the work that we're doing? Yes. Okay. Well, first of all, Courtney, like I need to listen back to this intro just like on a rainy day when I'm feeling really sad because I'm just sitting here with the biggest smile on my face thinking, how is it possible to like receive this much love? Like that means so much to me. Thank you. And I will say thank you so much for your beautiful accolades on my writing, because before I knew I was a medium, I knew I was a writer and I studied writing in college. And I am so excited because actually, funny enough, like Reiki has brought me really, really back into my body and into presence. And this bloom of words have come back to me. I I feel that it's been a winter of words, a winter of writing for so, so long because I think it was my career and whatever. And now I, I just can't thank you enough because I'm actually leaning back into it. And I know I have like so many books in me. I don't know what they're gonna talk about. I don't know when it's gonna happen, but thank you so, so much because I love, love, love writing those captions. And um, thank you so much for having me again. I love connecting with you and I always learn so much from you. So actually funny enough, this topic came from God bless her. I love my mom so, so much. So we were having a conversation uh, a couple months ago and it was something around the lines of, oh, oh, okay. So I was doing a private uh, for my Reiki two certification with my Reiki teacher, Shannon Kassoff, what was, she's amazing. And she said, Hey, in order to maybe kind of, you know, discount the price, why don't we do a trade and your price for your 90 minute session can supplement that. I was like, that would be so much fun. I love doing trades with practitioners. And I was telling my mom that, and she was like, well, are you nervous? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, it's just a reading. I do this all the time. And like, it's Shannon. She's amazing. And 
she was like, well, I mean, Shannon has like X amount of years of experience and you only like this and like, you're this old. And I was like, I was really upset and I was really triggered to be honest, but I just had to sit back and take a deep breath and really explain to my mom that just because I am 28 years old does not make me any less qualified, any less talented and any less important or loving than any other medium. And that, you know, I just kind of went, it was nice because I actually responded in such a calm centered way. And thank God, because I would say, you know, again, one of my beautiful human traits is I, I can get really flustered. I could get really reactive because I just, my heart, not even on my sleeve, it's just my eyeballs, heart glasses, heart hair, heart everything. It's all over me. So it was really, really amazing. It was like one of those growth moments where I'm like, oh, okay. Like you responded really, really well. And it's also an ongoing conversation I have with one of my best friends, Kayla, um, you know, where it just comes to, you know, there's all sorts of things. Like even we're just laughing, like we don't have time for astrology. Like I'm going to let a beautiful astrologer tell me because there's just so many things that like I need to focus on. And like, so do you, and, you know, and no knock on astrology. I'm obsessed with it. And just that certifications and they actually, no, I need to, I need to redo this sentence to be like a medium or to be, you know, an intuitive practitioner. Like we don't go to like, okay, you can go to Arthur Finley, but like, you don't have to go to college for it. Like you don't have to be certified in it. And I think at least my parents' generation or even your parents' generation, like our parents' generation, they're so used to like going to college, getting a job, getting five years experience here and like really, really working up the ladder. But really this is such an an embodiment work and it's such a daily devotion that I believe like I'm, Like we are all equals and no mission is any better than anyone else's. And actually, I think I've, of course, I know we've talked about her, but that's something I was told by a beautiful teacher, Suzanne Giesman. And that made me so happy because I'm like, wait, you've been doing this for years and you're like world renowned and you have 800 people in your classes and you're telling me that I'm an equal to you. And that really, really changed my perspective. So I feel like, I feel like that's enough. That's a good spiel. (laughs) You know, it's so important for people when they're looking to discover their abilities is to recognize like your journey is going to look different than mine and the next person. And, you know, Arthur Finley College is great. I've been there. I'm going back there again. You don't get certifications from there. And there's a lot of people who have online schools and they'll give you uh, even Lisa Williams and she does all these certifications. I'll tell you right now, I'm not going to spend $12,000 to get a piece of paper. I'm not. I don't have that. To be honest, I spent that much on the down payment on my condo. Okay. (laughs) That's just kind of putting it in perspective. And there's other ways that we can learn mediumship. Like in my online school, Alexandra... I give people certificate of completion. Doesn't make you a medium. It means you've done the work and I've seen that there's been progress and growth. Not everybody gets that though, right? And it's always it's like if I have this number of years under my belt, I'm qualified, I'm better than you. And honestly, I see it all the time. And where like people may have sat in a circle for six months, oh, I sat with you for a year or two years, or it's like the number, the the number of years or months qualifies your level of experience and understanding. And that is so ass backwards. It totally is because. I remember sitting in circle with this lady. Actually, there's a few people, but with this lady. And um, and this isn't me saying I'm better than anybody else, but I'll tell you right now, she couldn't tell the difference between being a psychic and a medium, but yet was calling herself a medium. And even our our, you know, the the lady who was leading the circle was trying to help her understand the difference. She didn't get it. And this woman had been sitting in circle for a long time. Right. But 
you could say, well, she sat for 10 years or nine years. So she, she knows more. That's not the case. It's about your experiences and your level of understanding. And I, like I mentioned before we started recording, like I have students that have been sitting with me for a total of about nine months now. And these beautiful people, I'm telling you right now, they are far more educated, far more connected, bring through more accurate evidence from the spirit world than people I was sitting in a group with who was considered an advanced group. And I'm not tooting my own horn as the mentor. I'm saying it based on the facts of the work that they did. I was like, holy shit, these people are like slaying it. (laughs) But they're not calling themselves advanced. They're not, it's not about the labels. And I find like there's so much, um, there's so much put on certifications and your age. Oh, if you're young, you don't know enough. What? Like I remember going into the spiritualist church and um I think like I got dealt, I dove in deep. It was a calling spirit led me there. I didn't know what I was going to be doing there. Didn't know I was going to be ordained, but you know, it was interesting. I, I took the spiritual healing, which is a big thing in the spiritualist churches. And I remember a lot of the older community, because spiritualists, you're going to see a lot of the older people in there. And with all due respect, because I'm going to be old one day too. You know, I'm 40, almost 43, but um I'm getting up there too, you know? So it's not a a prejudice against age, but you're going to see a lot more uh, older people in those churches. And I remember a couple people coming up to me saying, like, you're really young to be a student minister or you're so young. How do you, how did you get to be level two in spiritual healing? I was like, what? That totally blew my mind because honestly, I never experienced that outside of the church. I was like, holy shit, are you kidding me? Right? And so there's like this... Um, I, I just see it so much. There's this like correlation and prejudice and ego about like age and qualifications. Are you seeing that too in your work? Yeah. You know, I would say what's really nice, I think because not only have I connected with you and I've connected with mediums that are like, you know, in their forties and fifties, but it's nice because I've also met mediums that like are closer to my age. And I feel like they don't feel that as much, but I will say that like some do feel shame about like, how do I price myself? Like whatever, or like, what do I give? Like, do I give this much? Do I give this much? And just kind of, I think with like, we're just sometimes, I know I, I do everything I can in terms of like when I'm, you know, giving a reading or even with my form of consent, I, it's like, it's not even in a bad way. Sometimes it's like, Ooh, like this didn't go so well, or it's with an amazing client. And I have an amazing idea to make my form of consent just airtight because I like, I need to be taken seriously and as silly and goofy and playful and bubbly as I am. And I believe that is a part of my magic. I it's, it's so, I don't know why. So I, but, but then I think obviously it's so obvious, like people who don't take us seriously or who make comments like that are are clearly intimidated. Like, it's just, it just is what it is. (laughs) Yeah, I, I just, I find like there's so many people that get hung up on the age and the qualifications and how long you've been sitting in circle and how many workshops you've done and if you've gone to AFC and all of that stuff is good. And I'm a true believer that having a mentor, sitting in a circle, taking workshops, that is important because, you know, I hear this um I don't even know where it came from, but I hear this term. I'm a natural medium. I'm a natural born medium. Well, honey, let me tell you something. We are all born with mediumistic powers of awareness. It's a matter of not if we uh, come to that realization. And often people don't even come to that realization, Alexandra, until they experience the loss of a loved one. And then they have this journey of wanting to seek out communication with the spirit world. And so that's often, I see it a lot, that's how people's journey takes place uh, with you know mediumship development. But I really believe... Um, 
that people need education and understanding through reading too. Like I'm a big reader, my bookshelf. I don't know. I've got a couple hundred books and I love reading because there's so much knowledge in words. And also what I really, really love is reading about other people's experiences. Again, the whole point of my show is to help people feel seen and confident in their own experiences. And I feel like when we're talking to other people, connecting with them, learning about their journey, how they got to this place in their life where, yeah, I'm ready to develop. I want to work with spirit. I want to be their voice as it's really empowering, I find, because we can learn through other people's experiences. That's why I love some of these old books. Like some of the books I have from my ministry training that I bought, um, especially with like Arthur Finley, they're old. We're going back some of them like the early 1900s, right? They're old, but their journey is no different than ours. It's just a different time. And a lot of these people that were developing, um, they didn't have like formal circles. They didn't have this hung up of social media. Well, if I don't look like this, I'm not a medium. The Arthur Finley College wasn't even around when a lot of these people were getting going, right? And I, I just, it drives me nuts. So I really feel like, and if love for you to chime in on this too, people need to get away from thinking about age and attaching it to their level of qualifications too. Like, it doesn't matter. I mean, even if you've been doing it a few years, you could have had so many experiences with the spirit world, so many experiences sitting in a circle or just your your own work with them, even sitting in the power that can make you a qualified person. What do you think about that? 100%. And, you know, I know like... So two things on that, like with that conversation with my mom, you know, clearly it, it comes from a place where, you know, she, you know, she studied law and, you know, in order to, you know, be a lawyer, you have to pass the bar exam and you have to, you know, work this many years. Like that is a very classic, like climbing the ladder, earn your stripes. And Again, that is just like very, very traditional. And even my dad, which I love him so much. And, you know, I'm quietly, humbly, humbly rewriting the book of success and, you know, how he will see success because he believes, well, you know, you have to, you know, work at a company for five years and then like just has a very kind of a, a type A idea of it. And, I, you know, I just smile at him and I love him because I'm like, that's just not true anymore. And especially with like the mediumship qualities, it's just, we are opening up at least like what my mentor, Melissa Wallace has said is like every generation gets like, it's like a little upgrade. Like we just get faster and we're just more open. Well, also because we have to, because the planet needs us to be open And so that's why we're seeing, like, I'm sure you hear about all the time, like young kids that are having these experiences and they're, or remembering more. And, you know, I, I, I can't explain, but I suppose my soul chose to wake up like, and have these experiences when I was really, really young. And that just is what it is. And I, I totally accept the journey and I'm, I'm in love with it. And, you know, something also that I bring her up so much, but I really, I also really believe that like, not only with books, but like creating connections, like me with you and like me with like amazing practitioners. Like I cannot tell you how much I've learned from conversations or even just a simple Instagram post or a podcast where I'm like, Oh my God, that's what happened. (laughs) Like, Oh my God, that's what it was. Or really, really opening my eyes and just kind of like wiping the screen a little bit more. And something my friend Kayla said was she said, Alexandra, we have been mediums our whole lives. And that just put the biggest smile on my face because yeah, we have been, we've been, we've been communicating with spirit since we were four and you know, that may not be the case for everyone, but I, it's, it's such a perspective shift. It is truly such a perspective shift and really getting out of your own way to understand that you have been gifted and you are gifted the entire time. It's just, allowing yourself to open up that circle 
of, you know, your psyche and like everything that, that yes, like I am learning every single day and I am so much more than this. Absolutely. There are just a couple mediums that I wanted to touch on and then we can move a little bit forward in our conversation who actually were very young when they started their work with the spirit and they are super successful. So look at Dominic Bogue. He was a guest on my show. He started developing when he was 14 by 16. He was working professionally throughout the UK. He's in his early thirties now. He's been doing this work more than half his life and he's a top medium that travels internationally. Then there's Eileen Davies, who is just an incredible soul. I've done private mentorship with her during uh, the beginning of COVID. She's a tutor at the AFC and I'm so excited to actually get to meet her in person uh, this September. And she was working on the platform very early. I believe she was in her early 20s and was mentored by Gordon Higginson, who was an incredible physical medium, trance medium, and speaker. He was the president of the SNU for years and years, I believe, right up until he passed to the spirit. And then we look at the psychic barber, you know, known as, you know, Gordon Smith, known as the psychic barber. And he always had these abilities. He was doing readings. He never charged for anything. He was always working out of the churches. And still to this day, he's never taken a dime for a reading. He does, you know, he makes his books. He's got a new Oracle card deck and he has books through Hay House. He does his workshops, travels. So, of course, he's making money that way, but he's never done it for a reading. And he was, I can't remember his age. I can't remember if he was like his late 20s, early 30s, when he was like becoming really popular, even though he's always been an incredible medium. I've been aware of spirits since I was three years old, my earliest recollection, but it wasn't until I was in my early 30s. And honestly, I went through a major life crisis when I went through my divorce and uh, with my first marriage, and it just all fell into place naturally, right? And so it doesn't matter, for those of you who are listening, doesn't matter if you're 15, 35, 65, 75, age doesn't matter. Please don't think that because of your age, whether you, you think you're too young or too old to work with spirit, that is not true. It is nonsense. That is a lie. It's the ego, other people's thoughts, which honestly, at the end of the day, who cares? Not their life, not their story. Toss it away. The spirit world is always looking to connect with us. And so be open to that. You know, I feel as a medium, there's so much power in our experiences that really help us define who we are as a medium, how we look as a medium. We have all different kinds of personal encounters with people throughout our life. And it's those lived experiences that help develop us, that help give us experience that helps us understand when the spirit world is gathering close and giving evidence. We have frames of reference. Do you have any like moments or encounters where you're like, wow, that experience has actually been really pivotal or pivotal in my mediumship and my growth and my understanding? Oh my gosh. I love that question. And that's something I so believe when it comes to like, yeah, I, I know, I think you saw my post where, you know, when I was getting really, really deep into my mediumship, I was like, I don't want to go outside. I'm just in my little spirit bubble. And then I'm like, wait, the purpose is to like live in the world. <laughs> and like, I have to go to the grocery store and like see my friends. And again, I remember like Melissa was like, literally mark people time on your calendar. If you have to, like, we must, 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 must see people and we must be human. And, oh my God, I just, I love that question. I guess a experience that really shifted me in so many ways when it comes to the beautiful reward of taking a leap in your life and like making that step. And I think that's also something I really, I try to talk about. And a huge lesson I learned is when I was having, you know, when I was, you know, really, really connecting deeply with spirit in 2020, COVID, I feel like everyone had a spiritual awakening. And I was like, I'm going to know everything. 
I'm a medium now. Like whatever, of course, not, 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 not the case. And spirit, they have the flashlights. They got, you know, they got the crowbar. They got the tools. Like they're our team, but they're not going to tell us what to do. We're not puppets. And so it was in March and I knew it was the time to end my current romantic relationship. And it was the hardest thing ever because I really like during it, I really saw myself being with him. And I think because I saw it that way, because it was like the most functional, healthiest relationship I've been in, but also I grew into the best version of myself. So I was like, Oh, then I have to marry this person if I became this person, but I knew my time ended and it was incredibly painful. And so, you know, obviously going back and forth, you know, thinking about all the things. And so my dear friend, Nicole Marilyn, who is also my podcast, also a beautiful psychic medium. Uh, she held a sound bath uh, in Los Angeles and I went to this sound bath. And so she had a whole thing of Oracle cards and she was like, okay, if you would like pick an Oracle card that will guide your intentions. And so a book, if you haven't read it, and if anyone wants to read it, highly, highly recommend, um, Anna grandmother of Jesus by Claire heart strong, look, Claire heart song. It was so transformative. And I really believe that I am like very connected to the Essenes. And like, I just have a huge like Hebrew Jewish lineage. Like that's really like my mom's side. And so I really work a lot with mother Mary and like the team, you know, within it and Anna, of course. And so I pick up the card and it's Anna and I'm like, And it says like divine plan, like, you know, seek love. Like you are so supported. And I'm like, oh my God, I am this close to crying. Just like one more step and I'm there. And so we're in this meditation and Nicole is guiding us through this beautiful, it was like a spring equinox, like new moon. And we were like planting seeds. And I was really asking spirit something that I sometimes realize, and I don't know, I'm sure you've gone through this, but I, I was finally ready to be like, spirit, I need you to show me because it's really easy to just kind of like get what you want to get because your soul, eye, and spirit will only show you what you can handle. And that's why every session should be very safe, should be very loving. If you're not, if you're getting something that's triggering you or it's traumatic, then flee. But I was finally ready to be like, spirit, show me. And that was like a huge step for me because sometimes like it's, I think it's my Piscean nature. I'm like, I just want to fantasize and like play. And so finally they showed me, you know, a vision of, it was like two branches and one branch was me and my current partner. And the other one was blossoming. And I just kept hearing the word stunted. And I'm like, okay. So that is like, and that was also a big thing. Spirit wasn't like, break up with him. No, they just showed me a possibility of what it could be. And I was like, well, clearly I want to blossom. I'm waiting for that. And then I saw the vision of there. This is why we love spirit. Like, you know, me, I'm all nosy. I want to know, but they're like, no. And they showed me my hands with my husband on my wedding day. And that was it. And all I know, and I know you mentioned it too one time, he has dark hair and he's taller than me. I wouldn't say he's olive skinned. Like, I think he has like lighter. I also, whatever, I'm not going to do it. But anyways, I was like, that's not, that's not his hands. That's not my, my partner's hands. And that was a huge, huge step for me in my practice, like even personally, but I think even just allowing myself as a medium to just be a full conduit for all that is and truth, because as we know, the truth is not easy to take, but it's, God, is it so rewarding? And so anyways, we end, obviously I'm crying. And she's like, turn to the person next to you and talk about what came up. And I talked to this girl, complete stranger crying. I'm like, oh my God, this is what happened. And I heard exactly what I needed to hear. And she said, I could feel your strength when you walked in and you are so strong and you got this and I believe in you and I'm here for you. And I was like, oh my God. 
And so anyways, like beautiful, beautiful circle. I go and I have a conversation with my partner. It was weird because I was like trying to break up with him. And he was like, no. And I was walking away and I was like, that's not how a breakup works. Like I usually accept defeat. (laughs) And so we decided, well, my way of kind of easing out of it, because clearly like he wasn't really taking no for an answer, which I, you know, all the love to him. I was like, at least give me a month to be alone. I need to really, really sit with this. And, you know, the whole week I was actually feeling like pretty good. I grieved on Monday, but then by Friday, I was like, I feel pretty freaking good. And then Saturday I had to cover a shift at a local uh, Santa Monica metaphysical book and crystal store, Mystic Journey. And so I'm in there and first I'm seeing like little signs from spirit. And that's what's also, I'm sure we all do this as intuitives. It's like, we got a sign. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're just like, I'm bored, y'all. I see it all the time. But I was getting like my spirit signs, you know, my, one of my spirit signs are rainbows. And this woman walked in with the rainbow shirt and I was like, right. Okay. I see you. I'm feeling better. And then I'm working and I hear Alexandra and it's the girl I met at the new moon circle. Not only was it her, it was exactly a week later and she lives like 30 minutes away. I was like, what are you doing here? And she's like, how are you? And I'm like, I'm really, really good. We're, you know, this is what's happening. And she said the same exact thing. She's like, you are so strong and you got this. And, you know, just kind of the whole thing. And it really, you know, the next day it was, I mean, there's so much more to the story, but like, that's, I feel like that's the most important part. And, you know, the next day I ended my relationship and, um, I think that week I went to the beach and it was really cool because I, that was when I also started connecting with Kuan Yin because I was finishing the Sophia code and I was like, oh my gosh, hello. And I go to the beach and I'm, you know, meditating. And she said, open your eyes. And I see this pot of dolphins in the water. And I just felt this energy of like, you did it. Like you got this, you're amazing. And I know it kind of like, I tried to make as much sense as I could in that story. And there's a lot of elements, but we just can't discount the magic of what spirit brings us. And it's so easy to look the other way. It is so, so tempting to let our ego steal the party and tell us like, oh, like whatever, it's just a coincidence. Like what, who are we? Like we're the ones teaching about this stuff. Like we do it to ourselves and just simply the reward of leaping with spirit and leaping with faith is so, so huge. And that's something I really have to tell myself every single day, even if it's like, God, I, it's like, honestly, whatever. I don't know if you still go through this sometimes, Courtney, but sometimes I still do. I'm like, I'm going to say this to a client and it sounds like pretty random and weird. I hope, I hope it resonates and it does. And I'm like, Oh, totally. Like, why am I doing that? Like, that's so silly. And just really trusting that, like, they are giving you like the bridge or like, they're giving you the lily pad to leap on. Like, they're not going to lead you astray. And again, even like going back and reiterating, like, accepting the truth and allowing yourself to see the full truth and allowing your soul eye to see all that it can see is so rewarding, even though it may not be easy and you may, you're human and you may need a day to cry or process and be upset. Just know that like it's, everything is so rewarding when you trust in your intuition and you let it guide you. Oh, so beautifully said. What an incredible story. It's interesting, amazing, breathtaking, at times leaves me speechless, the power of these experiences that we have with the world unseen. And I mean, for myself, I've had so many. And honestly, I trust the spirit world more than I do most living people. 
People are like, you're crazy. No, I'm going to tell you right now. They've had my back. They've never uh, talked behind my back that I know of. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, they always come in with love. They they recognize who I am, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly, recognizing I'm an infallible being. I got issues. I'm a fallible being. I've got issues. And they help me heal it. And I remember, um, and this was before I actually formally started developing. I always meditated, always journaled, and I'd hear voices and I'd write down what they were saying, not recognizing I was actually channeling, right? And so I went through this really, really messy, horrible friggin' divorce. Honestly, it was brutal. And it's, you know, I still have wounds that I need to heal from it and it's been years, right? Anyways, that's part of my lived experiences. And it got... um really nasty. And at one point, both my kids ended up living with my ex-husband because he wasn't home much. He didn't have rules. And, you know, they're at the age where they got to choose, right? Mom who's got rules, expectations, strict. You know, I was strict because I didn't want my kids to be a little turd like I was, right? <laughs> I was. I was a little night. I was a nightmare teenager. I was off the chain, right? So you try to prevent them from being like, mama, Anyways, so my ex and I were completely different, had totally different parenting styles. And so um, there was even at one point, um, things got so bad, like so toxic that honestly, I just wanted to die. Mm. True story. And like, you guys probably never heard me talk like this before, but it's the truth. It's a human experience. And I remember crying and just like one Christmas without my kids. And I'm like, oh my God, like, they're my whole world. My identity's wrapped up in this. Uh, being a mother, being with them, taking care of them. I loved it. And it was gone. And I grieved more than I grieved the loss of my baby who died. True story. Yeah. Um, she was still born. And uh, it was honestly the hardest thing for me to go through. Even thinking about it still makes me want to cry. And I do cry about it because it hurt me so bad, knowing my kids were hurting so bad. But through that horrible time, there was actually one time I didn't see my kid, my son for three years because of it. It was just so screwed up, the whole situation. And it was it was a nightmare. And uh, my husband now, Chris, can attest, yeah, those were some pretty friggin' rough times. Mm -hmm. Through all of that, the spirit world came in so close to me and kept talking to me and guiding me. Now, you got to remember at this point, I wasn't actually aware of who all these people were. I could just sense and feel. And to be honest, I wasn't even like really familiar with the term like spirit guides, ascended masters, all of that. Okay. My background was growing up in a Christian home. So mm -hmm. I just knew that there were souls there with me, helping me. Who were they? What I, I didn't know that. But there was a feeling of comfort and support that really made me feel like I could lean in and trust them. And through that whole experience, and this went on several years, by the way, I began to form a really deep bond with these beautiful people. And they helped me. They guided me. They gave me steps to take for my own healing. My I call it recovery because I was so screwed up. Literally, I was. I was screwed up over it. And um, mentally, emotionally, I was just a hot mess. And I can admit that. And it was through their love and their guidance and support that I was able to have my children back in my life. And it wasn't because I was a bad parent. I wasn't like a druggie or an alcoholic or anything like that. I just had a really nasty divorce with an ex-husband that was it was just bad. Okay. And, um, you know, money talks when he has lots of money, get a lawyer, right? This is all experience that people who are listening to the show have probably gone through, right? Mm -hmm. It's friggin' brutal. But through that, having my whole world literally destroyed was a pivotal moment in my life that I can look back and see, wow, I can see where the hand of the spirit world, the hand of God, the hand of source, hand of the universe was guiding us all through this. It was like things had to be taken down in order to be rebuilt. But through that rebuilding, their love, their presence, their guidance, their support was a steady hand. And I'm telling you, was way more steady than my family, my friends, certainly my ex-husband, 
I will say my husband, Chris, he is amazing. He's my BFF. He's my cheerleader. And dear God, I don't know how he stayed with me through all that. True story. But he has, he has endurance. I'll say that. And it was just so incredible. Like there was, that's just kind of like a, a little skim on the top, but it was brutal. And I remember one day in my office here and, um, I remember just on my knees crying, like, what the F guys, like what's going on? This is horrible. I can't live like this. And um, I felt really called to go into meditation. So I did. And I actually had this meditation and I was watching my son who was a teenager at the time playing football and I could see his uniform. I could see, I could see things with him. And I was like, oh my God, they're like, he will be back in your life. Your daughter, yes, she's going to need a bit more time because she's a lot like a mama, <laughs> right? I'm like, okay, guys. And it was interesting because that scene, I knew my son was playing football, but my ex didn't give me any information. I wasn't allowed to go see him. It, it was just yucky. And that that uniform, I actually seen him play. My ex finally called and said, he's going to play football. Do you want to go watch him? I was like, who's this dude talking to me on the phone? What's this all about? And so I actually got to, I went to the stands. My son didn't know I was going to be there. And I got to watch him play football in that same uniform. So they were giving me a sign. Hey, don't worry. You're going to see him. He's going to be back in your life. Him and I are like two peas in a pod. We can't go a day without talking. My son and I are like BFFs. We really are. My daughter, different dynamics, but there's so much healing that's taking place, right? And people go, oh, wow, why are you sharing all this? Well, one, those moments where you feel like your whole life is being ripped apart. Like, I remember when I got divorced, I took this course. My kids were uh, went to the kids version of it, and it's to help people post-divorce or through divorce. And they show like a heart, and, they sh- and then they show you a picture of what like divorce divorce does to a heart and it's like it pulls it apart and you see like all the little veins and all the little how everything's connected right like how traumatic that can be and it was through the spirit world's love and guidance that that there was healing to be to be had and you know what my ex-husband and I get along good now how we how we've come that far I don't know spirit's hand believe me because the two of him and I couldn't figure it out on our own (laughs) true story but I'm sharing this because when we feel like all hope is lost there is help available readily available and all we need to do is even just believe even if you don't trust yet believe consider that there is someone or something or beings who are the embodiment of pure love unconditional love and they want to be able to help you. They want to share their life with you and guide you and help you tune into things that your human mind can't tune into and that they're there. And and honestly, I trust them so much. I had health issues. They gave me literally, Alexandra, like step-by-step actions of what to take. And they have opened up doors and stuff where there was no possibility. I truly am so grateful. And that's why like I've endeavored to serve to serve really, because if they're going to do this for me, perhaps I can help people look, you know, listen to my story, but inspire them to give them a shot, to try, to trust. Because mm-hmm. listen, if they can help my ass, they can help anybody else's. Oh my God. True story. True story. Yeah. It's horrible, but um, the beauty of it is that they've been there every step of the way. Now, some of you who are listening might think, oh, well, you're a medium. Here's the deal. I was having these experiences before I was even developing mediumship. I always felt and heard and, and sensed and saw, but I grew up in a Christian home, Alexandra. I didn't have these labels and this language to identify my experiences, right? And so when we have these experiences, what they do is they shape us. They refine our abilities, right? Even outside of the circle. So you might be somebody who hasn't sat in a circle or done a workshop, but you've had experiences like this with the spirit world. That is part of your qualification with your mediumship. Just like yours, those lived experiences are your certification, if I can put it that way. 
you know? Mm. And I, I just, I can't say enough about the spirit world. I really do. I just, I have so many guides that work with me for different things, but honestly, I don't even know what all of them look like. I don't even know what their names are. True story. And people get hung up on that stuff. I'm like, dude, I've been working with spirit going on like almost 10 years. I don't, I don't get hung up on that. I don't, I just don't care. Um, I know I don't truly, if they give it to me, great. If not, I trust those personal encounters I have with them because it's those encounters that are contributing to our growth, to our wisdom and to our abilities. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Well, first of all, thank you so much for sharing all of that. And it's interesting because I remember when I think I told you about it, my, cause my mom has become, become a fan of my podcast, which is so, so sweet. And I remember she loved you and she really, really connected with you. And I'm going to assume one of the reasons why is she, my mom, and my dad also had a crazy nasty divorce as well. And she was in a similar position as you, which is like her whole identity was shattered. She's like, what is happening? Like, this is the love of my life. I met him in school. And now, you know, like where are my kids going to be? You know, her life was being a mom. And so I just thank you so much for sharing all of that. And even that just reminds me too of we, I think you've talked about it on social media and like numerous times, like on your platforms, but spirit doesn't like spirit loves to go big. Yes, of course. Like we have experienced those big things, but even just listening to how you were able to pick yourself up and like get it together and like have a relationship like that is spirit too. Like we, I think too, sometimes I get caught up in this too. I'm like, where's my 1111? Like (laughs) spirit is in the works of everything throughout our day, every single day. And we just need to recognize and like count these many magic moments because that's when you're like in presence and you are out in the world and you're living your life and you're actually recognizing how connected you are. Absolutely. And I feel like even just these conversations that we're having, it's really bridging this this generational uh, gap in perspective because there are mediums that are, you know, been working with the spirit and whether it be privately or professionally, you know, on the public scene, there's a different idea as to how one develops and what mediumship looks like. And, you know, as time goes by, as the world evolves, so do we. And so what mediumship look like 20, 40, 60, 100 years ago is looking different now. We are in more modern times and some of those traditional beliefs that were understood and adhered by and embodied back in the day, some of it still resonates, but there there needs to be more room for growth and acceptance and curiosity of what else can come. This is where it's like some people, they get bored with mediumship, which I'm not really sure how you can, just saying, but people do. And it's like, no, if you are like conforming to old ideas and outdated beliefs, yeah, of course you're going to get bored. This is what's cool about mediumship and the spirit world is that, remember, there's still people without bodies. And I say this all the time. I want to trademark that. (laughs) I haven't yet, but it's true. There's still people without bodies and they're learning and growing on the other side. So why the heck can't we? We should be doing that. And our understanding of mediumship does look different. Now, for me, my style is evidential. There's everyone else has got their own deal. And I'm, the purpose behind that is just to bring proof of survival, that the human soul continues to exist beyond bodily death. But how we work with those abilities to obtain those results, I like how they're looking different now than 
how the, the, the teaching and the philosophies are looking different now than what they used to. You know, I remember when I first started developing, it was like this acronym, CERT, C-E-R-T, characteristics, evidence, reason for the communicator coming through and tying it all together. My God, it was like a shopping list. And I spent more time in my head trying to figure out this bloody list than just allowing the spirit to just say what they want to say and allowing the reading to just unfold naturally. And that's why I actually left my um, my mentor at the time. And it was just the same stuff all the time. And I mean, honestly, some of it was really good stuff, not discrediting that, but there's so much more. There's so much more. And how your mediumship looks and works for you is going to be different for me because we're different people, different lived experiences, different ideas and philosophies. And I think people get hung up on, well, if you haven't gone to AFC, if you haven't taken this course, then your mediumship's no good. And honestly, I just think that's BS. What do you think about that? Well, yeah, major BS. And I, again, like I remember saying earlier, it is so important to connect yourself with other mediums and other practitioners because that's where you also learn. You don't learn just from yourself or just from getting a qualification. I mean, shoot, I, the way I've kind of hijacked my Instagram is I follow people that I like, of course, love, like I want to see what they're doing, but also I follow like experts or practitioners or people. So every single time I go on Instagram, I'm learning something, I'm sharing something. I'm like, oh my God, that's amazing. What a good idea. And I remember, I think I've, I've talked about it so many times with you. And even on my podcast, like, I think one of my favorite things I learned from you was like something that you like care or like what, you know, is like what you get evidentially and how you were saying, like, I'm obsessed with teeth. Like I have a thing with teeth. And then every single time the spirit comes through, I like notice their teeth. And I thought that was so freaking cool. And that's why it's so, so important to learn from others because it's it's just so funny. I know like when you said that about, um, you know, really leaning in these or getting stuck in these like dogmatic ways. I'm like, how mediumship should not be dogmatic. What? And yeah, what happens is because when you shared that like acronym, I'm like, oh, that's a good like start, but you don't have to follow it. But that's probably what happened. They're like, you must check this box and you must get an A plus, which totally sucks. And yeah. And as we know, the dear beloved, thank goodness, Tony Stockwell is someone who is advocating so much change and, you know, someone that is really helping empower the, you know, mediums and practitioners to really play and really explore and, you know, say, why can't we, you know, go into trance of like a spirit of a tree? Like, why can't we? And it was so funny, like when we were, I was in my last class, we had to go into trance as like an animal, I'm like, this is ridiculous. It was so, but it like, but like, why not? You know? And, and that's, yeah, it's just, it's just such a beautiful thing. And if God and spirit are ever evolving and constantly undulating, then like we, we must too, especially if we realize that we're so connected. Totally. Um, I've taken lots of Tony's workshops, <clears throat> pardon me, and uh, I did a one-year mentorship program with him, the New Frontier program. And what I love about Tony is that he has even admitted and, and states like how he taught, how he works as a medium is changed over the years. And he's been doing it like 30 plus years. And that's what's refreshing about it is that there's almost like a modernization of, of the mediumship, right? And I remember taking a class with him and he had said that, you know, he thinks that potentially evidential mediumship might fade out or die because there's so many different styles that are coming up. And so this is kind of where I'm leading into this next kind of little comment is that, you know, evidential is my deal, but there's other types of mediumship, right? And I think if, People, at the end of the day, are being an ambassador for the spirit world. They're healing hearts one soul at a time. If they are sincere in the work, 
spirit is going to heal and support them, heal the people that they're working with. It's going to show up and transform lives. And really, mediumship is all about inspiring the living, comforting the bereaved. So if someone can do that different than me or different than you or someone else, then perfect. That's what's needed, right? There's not a one-size-fits-all with mediumship. And But I do really think it's important that we learn from other people and whether they have, by the world standards, less qualification, maybe they're younger than you. I find so much value in learning. And this is why having these open conversations are so awesome because like talking with you, it's my third time meeting with you on the show. I love it. I'm learning from you and it's incredible. And I remember when, and I touched on this before we uh, started recording when I was planning to go to AFC for the first time. I'd asked my mentor and another wonderful medium if they wanted to come with me. And my mentor at the time had said, What are they going to teach me? And I said, Oh, well, they've got incredible tutors there. Mind you, my mentor had been there three times. And the comment was, I have 35 years' experience. What is somebody who's got 20 years' experience going to teach me? And the conversation unfolded. So some of these people were younger than my mentor. Uh, By her standards, they had less qualifications. Here's the deal. They have strenuous training that they go through, like rigorous training to be able to even get their certifications, their diplomas, to be at this college and teaching. And I was taken back by that. And I thought, wow, when you feel like you can't learn anymore, you've learned all there is, that just blew me away. And honestly, if I ever get to that point, which I pray to God, I never do, I will step away from mediumship because if you are not open to learning and growing, you are limiting how the spirit world can work with you. They may as well move on and go to somebody else who's going to allow them the liberty to bring through what is ever needed. I was shocked, to be honest. And, you know, there's no pr- there's no room for pride or ego in this work. I mean, a little bit of ego because you have to have a bit of ego, I think, in order to work with the public, right? <laughs> to Because yes. I, you do. I get so nervous every time I do a reading and I've done, I don't know, I'd have to, I don't know, a few thousand for sure readings, definitely. And um, yeah, I get nervous and I think that's okay. Yeah, I want to do a good job. I want to serve the spirit. I sure hope it's going to work. You know, all of those things, right? It's an experiment. You never know if it's going to work, you know? And if I ever showed up to a reading and one day it, there's nobody there, I would, I, I'm happy to give money back. No problem, right? Um, but if I ever get to a point, if you ever get to a point, if anybody gets to a point where you feel like you know it all, think again. Oh my God. And and just like reevaluate where you are in your life. Where's your mindset? What's got you to this place? Because, you know, and this is like another story, but anyways, I could do a whole other episode on this. But like, you know, I was raised in a Christian home and I talk with my mom about this all the time. I said, yo, you got this Bible that was written 2000 years ago. Is that all Jesus had to say? Is that all God had to say? He just talked for two, he talked 2000 years ago and he's been silent since. Come on. It's so ludicrous to me. It's so ludicrous. Okay. Why aren't people writing what he's saying down? Oh my God. That is such a good point. Literally. Like you think like only just, just 2000 years ago, that's all we have to learn from only two right? before that there weren't like other great leaders and prayers and like self like ways to feel salvation like before like just just in one book yeah that's funny (laughs) I know a whole other topic believe me but I had to chime that in because I'm just like there's people of that thought where like nope that's all God had to say 2,000 years ago he has been silent since sure okay that's just like mediumship you get to a plateau I've learned all you got you reached the summit I know it all brutal brutal so don't do the work don't don't do the work if you think you've learned it all and one thing i want to touch on is the importance of supporting others in their journey mm-hmm. and i feel this is so important that we encourage people our colleagues our students 
and let them know that how they are and how their journey goes is like perfect. They don't need to change it. They don't need to dress it up. They don't need to be a clone of their mentor. And, you know, this is why I like also collabing with people like you, sweetheart, because it, I think it really brings like growth to this community. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I totally agree. And especially even, I know you were talking about how like you've even learned from your students and I remember like a, a former mentee I had, it was so cool to witness not only like being able to, being able to impart all the wisdom that I've, you know, I've been able to acquire thus far, but it's so important to, to know that, yeah, every journey is different, but also like your magic is your magic. Like for me, I, I mean, God, I feel like there's many, I don't even need to go into it, but I have my magic. I have my kind of energy and my mentee's magic. Oh my gosh. Like deep indigenous roots, like medicine, mama, like root chakra, sacral chakra vibes. Like, oh my God, like just absolutely stunning. And like, she's really going to be someone, or at least I believe someone who could really work with the womb and like, you know, primal dancing and like embodiment, but that's not my work. But that doesn't mean that someone like me wasn't able to help her awaken that. And that's why it is so, so important to connect with all types of practitioners because you're going to learn so, so much. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to try that. And it's also important because we we clearly connect, you know, like you and I or like, you know, my, my girlfriends and I who are also practitioners because like we are mirrors of like what we are and like what we can learn from each other. It's so, so huge. And honestly, I know something that I love about my dad too. He's like, I always, I will always stay curious. And the moment I, I stop staying curious, I'm going to age. And I just love that. It's like, just talk about like degeneration of your brain. Like if you're not staying curious, I mean, that's so boring. <laughs> that's what totally. Totally. And you know, even when you connect with other people, I I find community is so important in this work too, because there's a lot of aspects of it that you feel like you're on your own because not everybody understands the journey. So with the spiritual community, what's really cool about it is like, whether you meet people who you drive with or not, you're always going to learn something about yourself. You're going to learn something about something. And there's value in that community because, yeah, um, like I was mentioning, the spiritual journey can be a really lonely one. Not everybody understands it. And it's important to have that support and be able to, you know, send a text message or have a phone call or hop on a Zoom call, whatever that is, and just connect. And the connection part I find is so important. And that's what's really supported me in the journey. And for those of you that are listening, if you're feeling like maybe you're not being understood by your people, start seeking out people that are like-minded who perhaps maybe have had different experiences, but you're still on the same path and there's value in it. And it doesn't matter if they're older or younger, have certifications or not, your lived experiences are your qualifications. And, you know, as we're just wrapping up the show today, it's just important to remember that your journey is unique and however that unfolds is exactly how the divine intended it to be. And just remember that you are loved, that there is support available to you, and that your mediumship, how it looks today, is going to be different in six months, in a year, in 10 years. And keep reading, keep learning, keep talking, keep connecting, and really harnessing that beautiful love that the spirit world has available to you. And Alexandra, do you have any just final thoughts or comments for our listeners today? Oh my goodness. Well, first of all, I like, as we were talking, it was 11, 11 for a hot second. So I got really excited. Um, I cannot begin to emphasize how important it is to find your community of people who are on a parallel or similar journey. And it's not saying that, Oh my God, like I have to let go of friends and like, blah, 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 which that does happen. Like that happens. Like 
within the beginning of this year, it's only been like, what, five months? Like I've had like four breakups <laughs> and, but I know that's okay because I feel so much lighter and I feel so, so good. And that was all for the, you know, my divine purpose and divine alignment, but knowing that just simply, you know, I, I tell, you know, students and mentees and like people as in my podcast and all that, like your story really actually isn't that unique. Like you're not alone. And once you really, really recognize that, that's when you can really begin to ease up on that doubt and that fear. And, you know, just getting so caught in these thought prisons. And I will say, I feel like I've mentioned this book many times and maybe I've mentioned it to you, but um, the Freedom Transmissions by Chris Schumacher, who's a full body channel for Yeshua, Oh, just amazing. And two things on like one on originality and one on like intuition and something that like Yesha was saying is like, it is so boring to follow the herd, like be original, like you are meant to be original. Like why? Like, yes, of course, learn and grow and like, you know, have your squad, but be you like that is what we intended and so much more joy and creativity and alignment comes from you being original and then also this like really like was kind of a light bulb moment for me because I'm someone I know we've talked about this like I'm someone who suffers from ADHD and you know I've you know suffered from like anxiety and depression and he was, he really broke it down so simply. He's like, look, so thoughts are like lower, like the lowest vibration. Then it's emotions, which is the second lowest. And then it's intuition. Which one will you let be your master? And that really hit me because we don't realize how complicated we make our lives with all these thoughts, which first of all, probably aren't even ours. They're borrowed. They're borrowed stories from childhood, from past lives, just from right now, from people, from expectations. And then we have feelings, which feelings are beautiful. They're messengers, but they are not driving the boat. They are certainly not like the rule makers because sometimes feelings are absolutely ridiculous. Like they are not always valid, but simplify your life by following your intuition. Even if it takes a day to start feeling present again, like just simplify your life. And that was so, so huge for me. So anyways, the final words. <laughs> I love that. Thank you for that. Alexandra, it's been so awesome to have you back on the show for our second episode of our three episode series. I'm really looking forward to our third episode. And for those of the, you that are listening, you can check out Alexandra, uh, all of her her links are going to be in the show notes. Go check her out on social media, check out her website and love to hear your feedback online about what you think of this podcast. Drop us a comments and let us know. And just thank you so much again for listening and we will see you soon. I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of The Connected Spirit. If you did, please leave me a review and a rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you do feel called to share this with your friends, thank you so much for tagging me on Instagram at Medium Courtney Dawson. It really helps to get the word out about this podcast so we can help more people just like you. If you're interested in a private reading or attending any one of my mentoring classes, workshops, or events, you can go to MediumCourtneyDawson.com or check me out on Instagram at Medium Courtney Dawson. Have a great day, guys.